0: Hello, comrades, and welcome to the Ignorance Manifesto, episode 12. Mark the Bear. And
1: Ryan the Raccoon.
0: Together, we are your podcast hosts. So today, guys, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Um, Ryan, would you like to share what that is?
1: Sure. Um, So today, we're just going to try to get right into it. And because of the nature of what we're talking about today, uh, let this be your trigger warning. And so today we're going to be talking about some things that are deemed to be a little bit controversial in, the, <laughs> in the general public discourse, but um, and so we will be giving our you know, our opinions on on certain things. And uh, if you're the type of person that doesn't like to hear opposing views and doesn't like to hear uh, other people's points of views that don't certainly uh, align to your own, then go ahead and turn off this podcast right now and go cry about it on on Twitter. Dang,
0: what a shutdown, Ryan. And no, just to be clear, I mean, it's not, this isn't going to be, you know, one to try to make anybody angry, but probably the things that we're going to say, and honestly, we don't really, I don't even know what we're we're really going to say, but (laughs) some of the things that we'll say are probably going to upset at least one person
1: in the world, no matter if it's me saying it or Ryan saying it or whatever, um, yeah and I think to to reiterate that point is yeah we're we're not we're not trying to hurt anybody's feelings for sure. We would never purposefully be like hurtful. But we thought it would be worth
0: diving into some of these topics, especially since um at least for us here in in Texas, it is uh, a little bit prominent, and we'll see where it goes so.
1: I don't know if you caught this in the news, but um, it seems like the Texas abortion bans probably here to stay Uh, right now. I saw a headline just a little while ago saying that I guess it's up to the DOJ is calling for the Supreme Court to, I guess, step in and try to shut this down.
0: Right. And yeah, I'm not keeping up too much. It seems like a big back and forth, back and forth. It's like the law's on and then it's off and then they halted and then they appealed and then. All this crazy stuff. So yeah, I guess from what you're saying, the law is it maybe, yeah, it may be
1: here to stay. And look, we we've we've touched on it on this before. And just to reiterate, I feel like this is silly to for Texas to even go to even go this route, to have it so so restrictive
0: because And to be clear, I guess let's background info. Just for anyone who hasn't heard if we did did we talk
1: about it before? I don't know. We we brought it up we brought it up uh briefly. Okay,
0: but just a reminder that the law here in Texas is that uh there is a ban on any abortion for a fetus that is greater than 6 weeks old, Well, right? I think
1: I think it's like the like a heartbeat style bill, right? Like once they de- once they are able to detect some type of cardiac activity like a heartbeat, right? Or electrical impulse uh, pulses, or something. Then, at, I think typically that's up to like the six-week mark is when you know that can, I guess, be detected. So, once that is detected, I think abortions are out the window. Like that's not going to be a possibility for you know for pregnant women.
0: Right, and there's no um, no exceptions. <laughs> it's like no matter the situation, that is that is the way the law is defined. And to make things even more interesting, the law also encourages your fellow neighbors to sue yeah. you and get a $10,000 reward for catching anybody who's, you know, assisting anyone in in conducting these abortions. So that's also a really nice little twist into this whole law. <laughs>
1: Absolutely wild. It it doesn't make any any sense. I think it's I think it's a dumb move politically. And I, I think this is a losing argument for for Republicans in general, because like, uh, something like this, everybody has their own ideas about what the fuck life is, right? And when we talk about abortion, I think the most basic way to even approach it is what is, or no, when does life begin?
0: When does life begin?
1: because everybody has a different idea of what that means but what if life
0: never ends what if life is a continuous stream that's my argument but then again okay when does it start though what do you mean when does it start it never like it started at the fucking big bang that's when life started it doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> I mean, you know like okay, so that and that's that becomes more of a philosophical question, right? When does life begin? But I guess the more specific and probably I don't I guess more important question is when does the life that is growing inside of the womb become human, right? Cuz that's the whole argument is that if you have an abortion, oh, you're killing babies. But at what point do you define that uh mingling and osmosis of cells that are (laughs) you know game put together (laughs) when 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 does that when do you classify that as a human being
1: right so when does it stop becoming just a bundle of cells and when does it become an actual like human child right and yeah that that seems to be the basis of what the whole argument is and you know if it is the case that life begins at conception okay so and I think this is where a lot of uh, people on on the right, I think this is where they approach the problem. and I need to make a distinction the right, let's say the political right or the um, the constitutional right, not, not the, the re- not the religious, not the religious right.
0: Oh I it was not the correct right, but like the to distinguish not right and wrong, but <laughs> right oh yeah and left. Okay. sorry the the right wing <laughs>
1: <laughs> right wing yeah of uh, political thought, I guess. So I think they approach it on a in terms of like a, a constitutional right for for whatever it is that's growing inside the womb. So if it is the case that life begins a conception, well now that you know that bundle of cells or however you want to look at it, that baby, that it's a it is yeah it's a baby it's human it, it is a life and therefore it has rights under the U.S. Constitution
0: to life. How the hell does it have? Rights under the U.S. Constitution, if it has no fucking social security, that thing ain't no U.S. citizen yet. <laughs> you <laughs> well, know,
1: I mean, <laughs> well, I,
0: when okay, when when does when it's born, and 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 I specify it because even at that point, like, how is it a boy or a girl? Like, you know, when do you define what I I get it? Like, it's life, and my argument earlier was life is continuous and always happening, right? Like, you know, that just that, but that's, again, more philosophical. But the more pertinent question is, when is that human a human? Or when is that? Yeah. When do, When does the human creation start?
1: I okay. don't know. Okay. 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 Let's, before we go any further, how about we define, I guess, where we stand on this particular position? How
0: about like we not, because we're just like two fucking men talking about women's <laughs> rights, like... <laughs> Like who the fuck are we to be discussing this? But no, then whatever. We're already into this. We're gonna we're gonna go right into it. But I could already, ugh.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> every woman or whoever, yeah. Every woman listening is probably like, who the fuck are you to talk about my body and this and that? But to uh to your question, how where do I stand in what was that again?
1: Okay, let's as as bland as you can put it. You know, uh. Pro life or pro choice? Pro choice. Okay, me too. Me as well. I have a little bit uh, nuanced view on on my pro choice stance, though. But uh, you know, I think it would be useful at, at least to to put that out there, so that kind of defines like maybe our thought going forward.
0: All right. Yeah, I think, and I, I think that would have naturally came out on my end because I've, <laughs> I've already, said, <laughs> I think I've already said enough that it probably would would help. I mean, okay, but yes, good good point.
1: And look, I, like I, I'm pro-choice in in this, but I want there to be, I want it to be mutual choice, not just from from one party, because how I'm viewing it is. It takes two people. To, it takes two people to have sex. It takes two. The consequence of sex is pregnancy and you know it's going to have an impact on on both parties. Whether whether it's mutual mutual feelings towards, you know, what just happened in terms of like the woman becoming pregnant, it's you know, if if the if it's all on the woman, you know, okay, Oh, let's back up. Okay. <laughs>
0: so wait. Oh, let's let just be clear. So when you're what you're suggesting, if I'm understanding this correctly, is that it should be both parties who created this baby's choice in a collective
1: manner. In 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 a perfect world, that's how I want it to be. Am I advocating for that in terms of policy? No, I don't think I would do that. Um, uh-huh. But I think what i want is i want a utopia (laughs) (laughs) i want i want there to be respect towards men and women and towards each other and that that uh respect towards each other in the sense that you know women choose who to have sex with you know pretty much pretty Um, much (laughs) well women choose to have have sex with it's just not you know men don't go up to 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 women be like uh we sex now and then you know it just happens like no sometimes yeah (laughs) It's called rape. (laughs) Oh damn
0: it! Yeah, I don't think women are raping men much. You know, I think it's the
1: other way around. Yeah, I don't think it's the case that the the most uh, the majority of sexual encounters are rape.
0: (laughs) I know, I know, but it just it there is that that uh, subcategory, if you will. And yeah, for sure. Who knows how big of a? I don't know. I don't have the stats on that. I wouldn't say it's a minuscule thing because it's obviously a like pronounced we you know people are aware of it and i think even growing up like as you know as a kid whether you have sisters or something like there's always a a, a caution of like hey you need to be careful or be you know be in groups like there's there's that you know there, there's already that stigma of don't walk around at night alone if you're a woman right so oh, yeah. obviously rape is is, is, a, is a concern of you know of course but- well,
1: yeah, and it's also like a, a typical argument from, you know, the, the pro-choice side as to why abortion needs to be allowed in the case that a woman is raped and it's obviously going to cause trauma and bearing the child of, you know, your rapist. Hey, can you imagine the, the, the fucking trauma that you have to deal with? I get that. And, hey, it's part of my reason why I would remain pro-choice.
0: But I wouldn't say that's, like, their primary argument. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. It, it is. It's, but... like, it's it's a small piece, I think. I mean, that's the way I'd perceive it. Or that's the way I would argue it. But then again, I'm a man, and that's stupid. But
1: <laughs> it, Well, uh, let's just say it shouldn't be the primary, you know, reason. I Yeah, you
0: know, I right? agree. And I don't think it is.
1: Right. I, I don't think so either. I, I, I mean, th-
0: fundamentally, I think it's it's the primary reason is because... You are a person being the woman who's carrying, you know, carrying something in their belly, uh, no matter how young or old or how long that's been fermenting, you know, just (laughs) like they, they, the, the, the fact that they don't have a choice on their own body, like, you know, that's kind of fucked up. Like, I could go and like bang my head into the wall until I start bleeding profusely and probably have to go to the hospital. That's not against the law. Um, I'm, I don't, well, fuck it. I'm going to make this extreme. Why can't I, you know, do something to myself to make sure that this thing that's growing stops growing. I, you know, like that's, I know that sounds really fucked up, but, um, or why can't somebody else do it for me? Like a professional in a safe manner. I, to restrict that on a woman, I think that's, that's fundamentally, like taking away their rights.
1: And I and I understand that and I have sympathy for that, but this is where like okay, there are there there is an externality to what whatever it is that the woman chooses. And this is where I have the problem, is because the the externality is the man. So if you know in a situation where let's say the woman does not want the child but the man does, well, you know, the man has no say so, right? That's typically how like this, this whole thing like plays out. Oh shit. You know, and, uh, you know, doesn't matter how the woman or the woman in this you know situation feels about it. All that matters is what the man feels about it. Because if the man views it at, let's say as it is a human being, and that's, I guess his DNA, that's, you know, part, partly his child And it's being killed, and let's from his point of view, that's going to cause some type of emotional trauma. Wait, but then that
0: implies that they would have had to agree. I don't know, like what?
1: It's they they, they would have had to only only. All I'm suggesting right now is that there is an externality to that to that decision, and that is, you know, a, a man's. However, they feel about it, whatever type of emotional trauma that they may endure. But if the, it is the case that they, you know the man didn't want it, okay, it's mutual. Like okay, there's it's an, you're in agreement. There's no, there's nothing that can, I guess, affect emotional. There's no emotional effect going. No going trauma forward. for
0: the. I mean, you think a man is going to feel trauma for like the? I mean, maybe in a marital situation where they had previously agreed and then she had second thoughts like, you know, a few weeks in after, after becoming pregnant. I I guess I see that, but it's still, oof. I guess if you're married, aren't you? Uh, I don't know. That's weird. I Ultimately the man's not carrying a burden though. Like that's just, well, uh, uh, yes, PTSD. I- like, I, is that the fear here? Like that seems kind of,
1: well, no, mm. you can't you cannot discount some like somebody's feelings like towards but but a pregnant a pregnancy. Look. But technically like, you know, a woman can
0: get pregnant without like a man making it happen, right? Because we've got sperm banks and they could in however they do that, um <laughs> you know well, she that's... doesn't have to perform the act of sex with another man in order to become pregnant. I guess is where I'm saying.
1: Okay, so what's the thought process of a woman going to a sperm bank to have you know to have a to have a child? Maybe she wants to have a child. Well she's already okay, right. So she makes she she made the decision to go to a sperm bank to get impregnated and therefore she is going to she's going to have a baby. So in this situation, the baby is warranted. Right? So when I don't know, like let's just give out the uh let's just give out the the typical scenario of a one night stand in which two strangers meet at a bar and then you get drunk, go home and they have sex. And you know, a couple weeks later we find out that, or they find out that the, you know, a woman's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, Whatever led up to that point doesn't, it no longer matters. What matters now is that there is a situation in which the woman is pregnant. And now we have to consider how the two parties feel about the situation. Does one party think that it's uh that does one party feel that it's a life i mean even remove religion out of it because people have differing differing views and it, they they're not always religiously motivated i will grant that most of them are religiously motivated but you know a woman may look at that as the pregnancy as as a life and would never consider you know aborting it wow okay yeah i mean but even if you
0: consider it a life or no matter the beliefs of either party if this is how it's going to go and they mutually have to come to a conclusion that's you're still what are you doing like you still redistribute the rights of the woman who's carrying the burden to now uh believed life inside you know like why who has to say so in all this like or
1: well, yeah, the sta Okay, so the status quo is that the woman has complete say so, right? Of Let, her own body, yeah. Yeah, let's. Right now, let's discount the, the the Texas law or any any uh, abortion law. Okay. okay. Um, uh, and going back to my example is that we have to consider both parties' views on it. Well, actually, we don't. But I'm considering both views on it. Like one party views it as a life, the other party doesn't.
0: And when you say one party with other like one either the man or the woman can considers it this way or that way.
1: Yeah. It what matters is what the woman wants to do, right? So if the woman wants to keep the child and the man does not, okay, well that's too bad, right? Cuz the woman gets 100% choice in that matter. Now reverse the situation in which the woman doesn't want the child, but the man does. Mm -hmm. Then, well, it's her choice. You know, she gets to, she gets to go forward with, you know, presumably the abortion. And, you know, the man is just left there to deal with however he feels about the whole situation. And what I'm trying to argue or speak towards is that dependent on how the man feels about pregnancy. If, he feels that it's something more than let's say just a bundle of s- cells right if he views it as a life why wouldn't he feel emotional trauma he might he might right but so what so
0: what like fuck his feelings i don't know like because why like why would that have to be part of the consideration of what she's ultimately going to choose
1: okay so what like what if i don't know and this is an extreme this is an extreme like circumstance but you know what if the man just feels so guilty about it that he commits suicide Oh well that's pretty fucked um right so like where like the point is like where do we where do we draw these lines and look if, what i said earlier about having respect towards yourself towards each other like in my perfect world i i would hope that men and women would approach sex a little bit more consciously and a little a little bit more maturely <laughs> more and maturely I, yeah in a, in a more like mature manner than how it how I see culture as it has, so, as it's playing out so and I think a, if that were the case then we wouldn't really have these issues
0: but define approach sex more maturely would that be for what like in other words only have sex to have children like I mean I understand that that is the purpose of sex right but is that what you're implying like this would be the only reason we do it
1: no. No, of course not. Uh,
0: so then more responsibly?
1: More responsibly.
0: And I mean we don't we try? <laughs> like I, yeah. There's sex ed in, in school and stuff. I mean they, they they teach you about these things and then there are you know people who will still live uh risky lives, you know, and and decide not to heed those cautions.
1: But you know, I I feel like
0: Because that's their choice as US citizens and i guess like anywhere else but <laughs> yeah
1: but um look pregnancy or unwanted pregnancy wouldn't be an issue if two people didn't have sex right
0: right yes okay so unless again like the woman goes into sperm bank and gets and whatever they do, right? I mean,
1: that's but that's like a completely different thing. That is her making a choice to get to be pregnant. And what's weird, like what weirds me out, is how how like somebody can look at a pregnancy and like, oh, now it's a baby, you know? So like,
0: but I mean, so so just kind so of in that
1: whenever it's convenient for for you and in your life, like now you view it as a life, you know. And therefore. And like now it fits into it. Now it fits into your schedule to have a baby. Therefore, that bundle of cells is now is now a life. It it weirds me out that people can just approach it that way. So when I said earlier, when I said that I have a nuanced view about or a nuanced stance about me being like pro-choice, I'm pro-choice, but I view it as it is a life. So every abortion that occurs is taking a life away.
0: I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's your, that's your view. I wouldn't say it's taking life away. It's just transforming into another purpose. That's not going to become a human being in however many months. Uh, But you know, that's, that goes back to my original life is always it's continuous. Like even our definition of death is not really death in my philosophical definition of life, but whatever, you know, that's, that's, that's just my, that's also my opinion. Right. So, but I was going to say with a woman getting herself pregnant through sperm bank or sperm donating or whatever, donating, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: what if she wanted to get an abortion
1: later after going and getting,
0: I know, right? <laughs> Should she not still have the right to make that choice or is it like, nah, you, <laughs> you wanted to get pregnant. It's
1: just like, what, what are what you What was doing? the point? <laughs> What okay. are doing? <laughs> all right
0: all right here's the caveat i guess and what i was really thinking is, like what if yes she did want to go through all this and have a baby and she does be- like believe it's all a life and as soon as she's impregnated and you know that's a human being inside her and she does believe all that but all of a sudden there are complications later on down the line maybe the baby is growing into and i'm talking like and i don't know what the limits are of when you cannot not have or when can you not have an abortion anymore without it being unsafe but what if something happens that it's it's going to be more dangerous for her to actually deliver this baby come due time based on whatever they're finding in the ultrasounds and i have no idea like i i mean i've seen things like some fucking medical expert shit shows or whatever and like it's growing in a way that they would have to do something and reshape it otherwise like she's going to Not have either the baby's going to die, or maybe she may even potentially die with it. You know, now you have complications that are going to occur that they are predicting based on you know data and previous. But
1: there's no issue. There's no issue with that situation. Like even in uh in Texas, you can't. That's you're fucked. No, if the if if the if the mother's life is in danger, then you she is allowed to have an abortion. No, yeah, not here. Okay, we can look that up, but no, <laughs> no, not here. I don't think so. I think probably whenever there if is she's... no way that 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 <laughs> would that that would have passed. And if well, if no... I'm wrong, then Jesus Christ, what are we doing here in Texas? That, well, okay, so define a, because like well, even what... it, even in, in uh like Christianity, if if the if the mother's life is in jeopardy with the, with the pregnancy, they are absolved from I guess sin and the idea that they would go and get an abortion. Is that true? Yes.
0: No way. Yes. Like, is it w- they would? Okay, but how would they know that her life is in danger because of the baby back in? Like, is this in the Bible? Is this what you're referring to, or just well, like okay. their beliefs?
1: Like, I, I don't think that there's anything explicitly written in the Bible, I you know, know from I know. ancient like, times. But I'm just saying, like, like how it is rationalized, you know. From religious figures that that speak on on this sort of things, it is the case that they rationalize it in 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 that way. If the if I, the mother is in danger, is in her life is in jeopardy, then yes, it is allowed, or I guess it is not a sin to to abort the baby in that circumstance. I
0: think it's. I think that only happens. Or I think the, the the specific case would be whenever they are in labor about to deliver and she's in danger having trouble delivering it. But because of the advances of medicine and you know, medical science and technology, a doctor can determine that based on their checkups, right? With their the ultrasounds and whatever it is that they do, they could predetermine that, I don't know, three months before the expected due date. It's like, hey. We have a situation here and this is what's going to happen. You're going to have trouble 3 months down the line. We yeah. like I, there's I,
1: nothing there's nothing wrong in that sense.
0: Really? I mean but is that there is that a Christian's belief as well or a religious belief as well that like should the doctor's you know expert in quote and you know whatever his medically expert medical expert advice should that be enough to allow the woman to have the abortion or from the religious coming from the religious standpoint or should should she wait till that moment comes three months down and if at delivery she is now in danger then at that point use it like does it have to reach that point yeah or uh, can you take the medical advice and roll with that because of the perceived upcoming danger and I, you know i don't know anything about this i just i feel like that's probably something that would happen you know like they they can detect some of these things in advance
1: yeah that uh, i don't know but i think ultimately we can at least agree on or maybe that's the wrong way to put it. i think ultimately that whatever the situation may be if it if it turns out that the the mother's life is in jeopardy because of the pregnancy then you know the abortion is can take place without sin i i think that's all i can say on it i don't in that particular circumstance i don't know what the religious rationale would be i'm not religious so yeah. i I don't even know like how you know one would ap- approach that you know very specific situation now on the flip side uh you know if it if it turn if you know you're three months <laughs> into the pregnancy and i don't know how soon they can they can detect it detect this but if they see that i don't know the, the The fetus inside the baby is uh, has Down syndrome. Can they do that? I mean, they can. I think I believe that they can detect it before birth, and okay, you know. So then the question becomes: like, do you know? Do we have the baby or do we abort the baby? You know, do we have the baby even though it's going to come out with Down syndrome and not have, let's say, a, a quote unquote full life? Right. Uh, the best life possible because they are going to have to live with with Down syndrome. Um, I think in this circumstance, the religious argument or the religious rationale towards this is in that circumstance, abortion is not OK. Right. Like it, it's still a viable life. It is, right. you know, life in God's eyes. God and,
0: created him or her that way for yeah, a reason. And yeah. that's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and in that in that circumstance, uh, you ca- you cannot dictate what life is, you know, outside of God's purview or something, right? Uh, yeah,
0: it's all His purpose. That's yeah, from the religious standpoint, that's you're right. That's that's what it would be.
1: But see, and and this is why, like, in this whole idea about all of these little complications that can occur, like, I I get all of that, which is why I look. I have a utilitarian view on on abortion. I I don't have a religious view on it whatsoever. Look, I d- I don't view human life as sacred. I could care less. All right, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> that's very it, fucked up, Ryan. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are all sacred. We are important. We are the center of the no, universe. We
1: are not. How do you not agree with
0: that? <laughs> all right, but then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but what, Whatever. So there. If the, if. If there is utility to be gained in aborting a child, then, hey, so so be it. You know, if a 13 a 14 year old gets pregnant and, you know, sees it more, sees that it's not okay for her to have a child this young at at this young age and, you know, sees abortion as, you know, as the solution. Oh, I get it. I get it. You know, it's going to be very hard for it's going to be very hard for a, it's hard for any young mother, you know, to to have right. a child and then, you know, try to go to school, you know, try to get a try to get a bachelor's degree and try to land a good job. I get all of that, which is why I don't think we should be restricting you know, uh, uh, abortions because everybody is different and everybody has different situations and everybody has different ideas of what fucking life is.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, I agree I agree with all that. And that's a good point that you bring up because yeah, the, the, I, and it's interesting because it's, it seems pretty hypocritical that you can, you know, okay, here in Texas. So where it's Republican state, right. But, and that's the, our governor is the one who, I, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't just him whatever our legislation here in Texas, our state legislator came, drafted up the rule of the law and it's been passed. I, I, and great or not really, but, you know, so there's a ban on this. And so now the expectation, what's the outcome? It's okay. If, if if everybody, you know, doesn't fight and just conforms, all right, every woman who gets pregnant now has to deal with, I'm going to deliver this baby, but now I have to support it. Like how there's no, where's the follow-up in like, I would think the government support to help you do this, but you know, without your choice, I would think that there, that has to kind of like come in conjunction with that specifically for like the reason you just brought up like the 14 year old or, and it doesn't have to be a 14 year old, but any woman who is not in a good economic standing and is already struggling to, to support herself happens to get pregnant because blah, whatever. Now she has to have this baby and now double the, double the struggle in her life and then what is that going to mean for the for the baby who grows up what kind of life is he or she going to grow you know grow into so i would expect and think well the if the government's going to mandate this then they should at least provide the resources that are going to help support the you know the upbringing of the children that these (laughs) unwanted but forced children that had to be had
1: I mean, t- look, we have that. It's called welfare. It's called food stamps. You know.
0: Yeah, but that's not something that the right likes.
1: Well, it may not be something that the right likes, but it, it's not something that's going to go away. But is it going to? I mean, are we going to add more
0: support for it for uh, the this new next generation? Like, is that something that's a bipartisan supported, you know, idea? I don't know. I don't I think mean, so.
1: I mean, probably. Look, the point is, it's not going to go away, and. There's plenty of, look, there's plenty of, you know, poor women out there that don't even give a fuck. They're just, you know, having kids, you know, they don't, they don't go and get an abortion. They just have kids, whatever. Th- that a lot ex- of
0: it's for like, oh, sorry, this is a really bad assumption. But I was going to say, you know, there's also the incentive of. Welfare make, fraud. No, well, make, make the, make the father pay child support, right? Oh, and yeah. so now you've, <laughs> there's, you've got all that as a. You know, get three, four. Now you're getting checks oh, like god. <laughs> for the whole. Oh god! And if you're not getting the checks, like now you're like every see, like everyone's <laughs> lives is ruined from this. Like it's fucked. But anyway, sorry. Look, this go is on. why.
1: Look, something like that. This is why in my perfect utopia, utopian world, people would approach sex a little bit more cautiously. And I think I think people need to take a step back and cons consider. Like, who they're having sex with. Okay, I digress. But, um, <laughs> um, look, this is where the church should really step in. Because there are other options out there for women, for, for pregnant women, other than abortion. And if this was such a big deal to the religious, you know, whole side of this argument, then we need to see the church step in and i think to a certain extent they do but we need to see it more so if it is the case that this texas law is going to be enforced here for you know the next for the foreseeable future well we need to see the church really step up and provide some type of financial aid and direction for for young women and for for all women that no longer have this option hmm so but why? <laughs> is it because? Well, I, personally, I think this type of legislation is religiously motivated.
0: Well, yeah. So shouldn't that already in itself be inherently a problem?
1: <laughs> yes. <it> sh- yes. <laughs> like, this whole. This whole. Uh, this whole law is. Is a problem and again i'm gonna say it i think it's a dumbass issue for republicans to to keep going after this is a losing battle i don't know why they did this this makes they they claim to be the party of liberty yet they do some dumb shit like this right um but but no i look i think the church has failed up to this point to to i guess instill some type of thought or a thought process in you know people that are religious, to to view sex as something more than than just the, an act for pleasure, and in their in their failing to do so. Wait. So what do you mean
0: they the church has failed in in what te- in in their teachings like with like in their sermons or something like to their followers.
1: Well yeah, for sure. Like if it if it is the case that they want to instill the idea that a fetus is indeed a life and not just a bundle of cells, well, you know, they failed in doing so because it seems like the majority of young women don't view it that way. And I think a lot of a majority of uh, young men don't view it that way either. Yeah, but I mean, that's
0: would suggest that everybody is religious, and you know, ever, but that everybody or a large majority just decided, oh, well, fuck those teachings. But that's well, not you don't the have case.
1: to. One doesn't have to be religious to to adopt any type of religious teachings. Well, then you can't put the blame on the
0: church and say that they failed because they could only teach their own uh, people, you know, their own followers.
1: Yeah, but e- even if if one doesn't go to church, you're still like bombarded with r- religious morality. Like w- that's something that we can't escape because that's actually ingrained in our in our society. Well, I whether mean, you mo- go whether you go to uh, whether you go to church or not, you could be atheist as fuck, but y- you cannot deny that your morale your mor- your more your, your, ro- <laughs> your, 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 <laughs> your morals come from your morals morals your morals your morals come from. Christianity or religion in general. I mean,
0: is that really? I don't know that that's necessarily true. I don't think morals came from religion. I think it stemmed. Holy shit! I think it stemmed from something before that, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I don't even know when fucking religion started. I mean, religion. I mean, been that might around. be the
1: case, but religion does the best job in purvey- like, in purveying the idea of morality. Be, okay. Yeah, that's oh, that's a fair
0: point. I think religion does um embody morals and and weaves it into the teachings in the best way to make it, help uh people generally understand what what it means to be good what it is to be evil things like that that's fair but i don't think morals or morality is inherently or strictly tied to religion i don't agree with that
1: uh, i'd say if 90% of it is and then the other 10% you sure whatever whatever uh instinctual explanation you have to offer like sure but uh, i think most people in in terms of like how they conduct themselves today are have some type of religious foundational morality
0: do you think that 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 follows through like in with i don't know your genes or something because i'm thinking i'm just thinking of and i don't have a good example but i i'm almost certain that exists and i'm just trying to think of my own life too little kids do things and they know when it's right or wrong. Is that because of the things that their parents, that they've observed their parents in those, in that short time of years? And I'm talking like, you know, before you even remember, I guess, like three, four years old, like how do you, how, where did that come from? Is that necessarily from the parents' teachings? Or I just feel that there are situations where a kid Knows that they did something quote unquote wrong. My question is, how did they know that it was wrong? How did they know it was bad? Is it, it, does it have to be strictly have come from a parent's teachings or do they know that they did something that perhaps was unnatural for them? And I know that sounds crazy, but or like it sounds a little, you know, out there, but you know what I'm saying? I so mean, could morals have, like. I guess, and that's why I'm trying to detach from whether it be religious teachings or even from parent, uh, from an upbringing of some sort.
1: Well, no, there's there's instinct in seeing like a person in distress, right? I mean, animals see other animals in distress all the time, and that's a good thing, right? Because then a predator can you know prey on uh, a wounded you know creature uh, in the wild, and that's an easy meal. But you know, for rational human beings, like uh, or A rational human mind, but, you know, as a as a toddler age, let's say, um, they can see that whatever action that they may have just done, if it caused pain and they can see pain on another person, you know, that that whole idea of distress. I, I don't know if a toddler grabs, you know, he grabs a bat and they think they're having fun with it, but then they, they hit another toddler on the back of the head. And then that, you know, that other toddler, you know, goes to the floor and just starts, you know, bawling wildly. Right. Yeah. Then I think then, yeah, in that moment, they're going to think that they just did something wrong because they have just caused
0: pain. But how did they know that it was? So just because they caused pain, implying that there are no morals, without a teaching or something they should just go about their lives and not care about that other toddler that they just beat on the head with a baseball bat.
1: Oh, you mean like why don't they just like continue? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Why 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 don't they just continue? And again, I know that there's well obviously they're being raised by parents and stuff, so there is that influence too, but it's not it didn't come from a religious or from like, you know, a dictated teaching that you learned
1: from a text or of, of some sorts, you know, like it's well, I think it, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say we may have to go even younger because at two, you know, at two years old, some toddlers are, are well, most toddlers are starting to speak and, you know, they they have some type of memory bank within them so they can remember at any point where, you know, their parents I'd slap their hand, you know, because they did something wrong. Like so, there's already some type of justice and you know instilled in them.
0: Yeah, okay, that's a fair point. But now, how about this? Uh, like, if it's not something that a behavior that they conduct themselves, but yet they sense in other people, similar to the way dogs sense, like if if, if they sense a stranger, right? Like obviously they know who their parents are, and then maybe somebody else on the street they see they they treat neutrally but then somebody else they feel very feel fearful of them like they sense that person is bad or evil i mean that's i'm 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 putting in those words now kind of like on purpose but there's something off with them and and that becomes like a human that, that that's that's like an animal instinct just like and that's why i brought up dogs like dogs you know, there are people who, who have shown up to my house and, and, you know, dogs are barking like crazy and others where the dogs are quiet. And I don't even know that somebody's out on, out the door, you know? And so there is this, Hey, I sense something and whether that's good or bad or however you decide to define it, I think that gets tied into what morality is. I mean, what's good, what's bad, what's evil. We, we put in those definitions You know, but it didn't come from religion. That's my that's my whole argument. Is that it's it's not strictly tied to religion. Morals get derived out of, I think, instinct and natural behavior. We 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 end up uh, making or creating a definition for what those morals are, and I think you're giving a lot of credit to human beings.
1: Uh, I think. Oh no, it's even animals. No, I, I think I think we are. We are driven by the morality that that society has has kind of set. I mean, I think ultimately yes, but I, I'm just saying the the the, the origin of morals. Not, yeah, think... I'll, I'll agree with that for sure. Oh, all right, cool. I win. <laughs> no, no uh, what I I said 90 percent uh, society and ten percent instinct. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll... this convo like went sideways, but um. Uh, let's let's uh let's finish our thoughts on uh fucking this abortion shit um i at least i, ha- I have like a, a solution maybe i don't know how possible this is um Who are are
0: gonna piss off now <laughs> oh, <laughs> go on go
1: on <laughs> let's hear it what, what? all right let's 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 solve this this issue of the woman not wanting a child but the man wants a child okay
0: Wait, woman doesn't, and the man does. Yeah, we
1: have have a man and a woman, they have sex, and lo and behold, they get pregnant. Wow, can you believe it? The (laughs) woman gets pregnant uh, after having sex? But okay, uh, the woman does not want the child, so the woman seeks an abortion, but the man does want the child for whatever reason, whatever reason you want to give upon this man. Okay, so if, if the man has the money to pay for pay for all the medical bills mm-hmm. let's say to 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 get a surrogate woman that will carry the child is it possible that we can remove the fertilized egg uh is it called a zygote let's i don't know let, let's just i'll just say fertilized egg because <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if that's correct um but uh if it is possible to remove the fertilized egg from you know the pregnant female and then put that in the surrogate the the woman that is willing to to carry the child uh throughout the remainder of the term you know obviously for money uh, (laughs) from from the man okay (laughs) uh and then uh at after after birth the man would assume full custody of 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 that child so we've we've created a situation in which the actual pregnant mother is alleviated of the burden in carrying the child. Right. And also after birth, the burden of the care of the child. Okay. So she
0: would, she relinquishes all responsibility as, so this is effectively an abortion without the killing of, or, you know, still allowing the creature to grow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: god damn you right yes yes yeah because that is the thing that look that that is what triggers you know this this whole and in my opinion that that's what triggers the whole dilemma is i get it the the physical burden that the woman has to endure because pregnancy is no easy thing and i think you know with all of the the literature that we have and all of the and all of the um you know, past experiences of, you know, loved ones getting pregnant, you know, like our uh, seeing family members get pregnant uh, and s- seeing what they have to deal with, I think we can understand that pregnancy is not an easy thing to, to ha- put upon a woman. Right, If yeah. we can remove that portion of it and the man can provide the finan- all, all the finances to have that done and then c- the care for the child thereafter... Is that a viable solution? I mean, (laughs) sure, why not? I guess. We'd have to, we'd have to, we we need to, we need to hear it from women.
0: I know. Who the fuck are we (laughs) like to be talking about this? But, uh, I mean, ultimately, yes, because in my opinion, what I think, but, you know, slap me if I'm wrong or something, but, uh, yeah, you've, you've done everything that effectively the abortion has done at the same time, which is, like you said, relieve the burden of having to go through the rest of the pregnancy, however many months that was, and the delivery. But also, and I think that's probably, I I hope I'm not wrong. I think that's the majority, the, they don't ultimately want to have the child yet, whether because they didn't feel ready at this time of life or at all, they didn't want to have to, whatever it may be. So you relinquish that responsibility, give that
1: up. Then yeah, why wouldn't that work? I'm I'm going to admit that I'm a little skeptical cuz I think the issue is the idea that there's another there is now a human being out there in the ether <laughs> out there in in the world that has let's say half of your DNA.
0: Oh, so you're saying because now this baby like will exist
1: I that's, think I that's going to irk the woman. I who... think that is actually what is driving, that is the driving force, like for abortion for a lot of women. Maybe I'm wrong, and I hope I'm wrong, because if it is the case, I mean, what you hear a lot from for, from the pro-choice side and their arguments is, you know, that the woman has to go through all the burdens of bearing the child for for nine months and and you know actual birth. If we can remove that. And right. remove the response, the financial responsibility afterwards. Then now, do we have now do we have an agreement? You know that doesn't involve in abortion. You know what's if if that can have if that can be done, then what is the point in abortion? after that, because you you what is it the fa- is it the case that you don't want the woman does not want the the man having a a piece of her DNA with them yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't think i don't know i have no idea i don't
0: have no comment because yeah that's that's an interesting point like now if you as a woman have half of your dna that out there in the world and you know what it's not even that far you know because it was obviously with the man that you had sex with so he's not going to be that far unless he moves halfway across the country Now you're going to see this child who now you've already given up all your responsibility for, but you know that that's half of your child, you know, like it came from you, it is your child, but you didn't deliver, but, but I don't know. That's, that's, that's a, that's an interesting thought, but I don't want to piss off any women, so I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Like I, and I actually don't know. I, 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 it's, it's, that's a really hard thing to get into under the skin, like to, put myself in those shoes that, that that becomes a really complex situation and I think for every woman it's going to be different I don't know if there's a majority response to that or consensus or anything of that sort
1: I, know, I have a suspicion that a, a lot of uh, a lot of you know opinions around being pro-choice and pro-life I, I think most people have dumb beliefs about why they've they lean one way or the other and i think a lot a lot of uh people people don't even understand i guess that situation like so like women that uh are so def- defiant against the the pro life side i i wonder if they've even been in that in that predicament you know and had to make that that choice the question is is it a hard choice or is it an easy choice from what i've seen like online and in stories that people have online that you can find online it it tends to not be an easy choice right and if if there's i don't know if there's like some social media poison post and i have seen i have seen a few where you know like a woman depicts themselves like in a video in a short video going to an abortion clinic and is all happy-go-lucky and like it's just you know that that it's just like some you know quick and easy routine thing. yeah yeah i think that that's an outlier i don't think most women approach it that way i think for most no, women no, it's wait
0: so did you just say you see you have seen that
1: i have seen that holy on what? social media yeah oh uh, yeah i don't
0: think that that's a
1: that's no, that's, like you said,
0: it's I think it's an outlier.
1: Yeah, I think most for most women, it's something that, it's, a, it's a hard decision. Right. And but why is it a hard decision if it's if it's just like a a routine medical procedure? And I think most women delude themselves with the idea that what they are doing is, I guess, like there is no moral cost to it. I think for most women, when they get put in that situation, it seems to be the case that they find that moral cost.
0: But regardless of whether it's an easy or difficult choice, the mat- the point of the matter is that they have that choice. They have that decision to make. Sure. Just I, like they I had. The-
1: they need, I believe that they should have that choice. Yeah. But in my perfect world, I think also the man would have a say. And I would, in my perfect utopian <laughs> world, both parties would have respect for each other and find a solution.
0: All right, yeah. In the utopian world, sure, I'll I'll, I'll just say yeah. <laughs> Although I think that's eh, the man should have a say. I just we, we the utopian world. It's not about individual liberties anymore. It's about I don't know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not even gonna paint the picture of utopia because fuck, whatever. <laughs> but we, there's no need for money. Everybody's self sufficient. We we operate like at 100 percent efficiency. We consume everything that we. <laughs> oh god that is utopia right uh sure yeah yeah. call
1: it that um but hey maybe maybe we'll go the the route of uh brave new world in which you know we just start growing humans in in like laboratories and then sex is just purely for 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 pleasure
0: well yeah we are gonna have to do that
1: yeah because uh it's getting actually you know what <laughs> one maybe one last point people need people need to have uh kids because we need workforce to pay for all this social security that's like gonna that's <laughs> oh, God. that's a real problem that's uh you know on the horizon and uh Japan is currently having issues right now because they have a a continuing a continuously aging uh population and not enough young people to uh to to I guess I guess, make up for the people that are dying.
0: Yeah. So then we just, like you said, we start growing the babies because probably, and, you know, so that way we could also avoid the catastrophic failure of women are unable to get pregnant anymore. Just like Children of Men. (laughs) Ever seen that movie? Children of Men. The whole world's in chaos and, you know, eventually the whole population is going to die. But then there's like one, and women cannot get pregnant. I think the youngest person is in their teens like there's been no babies or or births in the last like 10 plus years I think I don't know I may be screwing it up it's a really cool movie like the cinematics and there's really good but then there's this one woman that they find who is pregnant and they're trying to transport her or something but yeah point being grow the babies so that way when that children of men world happens to us <laughs> then we already have our safety net of get our little pods and you know pop them out no god, <laughs> and you know what? Speed that shit up, like make it so that they're already like, you know, <laughs> fuck. Wait, never mind. Uh, wait, wait,
1: what? What you mean? Like so speed it up to where like, they, they start at four infancy? years old or something or five?
0: I don't know. Like f- fuck the the the. De- <laughs> that is that's so fucked that is fucked <laughs> fuck the development between 1 and 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 beginning of 4 like let that be the role of the pod because that's the most frustrating thing for parents right like it's like i've got this fucking bundle of crying mess like you know you can't you you could interact with it you could programmatically make some shit interact with these growing babies and then at 4 pop them out like and then now they're at least walking right oh probably. you know i think
1: in brave new world i think there is some conditioning that occurs like in the oh in the really baby, yeah
0: Oh, interesting. I've, ne- I've never read the book, but I thought that's, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we need to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, why not? You know, that that's that's considered a dystopian novel,
0: but. Uh... <laughs> well, we'll turn it and, you know, repurpose it for good. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll do that.
1: That's what we'll do. All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that, that, that whole conversation went a little,
0: little sideways, but that's okay. Well, that's what we expected. So yeah. <laughs> this would what... be an interesting little thing see what feedback we get back but
1: um but how about one last thing to before we end uh before we end uh this this whole uh discussion um when's the cutoff for for an abortion 15 weeks
0: oh I have no idea I i, I yeah I couldn't even tell you
1: I mean certainly not eight months into it right
0: I don't think so but what if you know like yeah what if there's that emergency procedure like hey this is gonna happen right
1: barring any type of you know extraordinary event like that
0: all the way to one day before ah i don't know (laughs) like no yeah and i don't have any knowledge of how much what what the stages of growth are and what happens and all that i just so i couldn't tell you i'm not the medical expert at this but
1: you gotta be in You're kid you gotta be kidding me
0: what well what am i supposed to? i could just arbitrarily say
1: uh all right
0: four and a half months that's a good halfway point
1: he I mean, has better than like
0: the day before Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's true well i mean ultimately god i don't know it's like ultimately geez, you I, should have the choice
1: well i think i think there's cases in which it's like uh you know three month premature babies have been able to survive ah uh. you know outside the womb so Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Like, we could talk about this all fucking day. There's so many, like, different circumstances. Um, Look, the bottom line is... Wait, donut- did,
0: didn't you say human life is not sacred, right, in your view?
1: Uh, in my view, yeah.
0: But, so, what about whenever you just, like, willy-nilly kill, um, you know, animals, you know?
1: What, you mean, like, maliciously? Not like
0: well, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, and now here we go. We're gonna draw the. Uh, yeah, we're gonna close. Whatever. Fuck this. But like, what you kill cockroaches for fun, right? But that's a pest. Uh, spiders. Right. So that's
1: what. That, that's why I said that I have a utilitarian view on <laughs> on uh, on abortion. There is, if there is utility to be to be gained. What I mean by that is, you know, if if your life is benefited, it will, or if you're life will benefit from, you know, having abortion. And I think the easiest example is that I, a young woman pregnant uh, hasn't even finished high school yet. Obviously not having the child is going to benefit her or even giving it up for adoption, but whatever that I, I, there's, there's benefit to be had there and the choice should be, you know, hers or the family, whatever. And.
0: um So then why draw the line at, I mean, then we, we still mix into the, you know, I think, you, well, what you just said, three months, that you could have a premature baby at three months, and that still um, can live, right? Like, that's, there's, I guess, there's been cases of that. Is that implying that now that is a lie? Like, at what point do we not kill the life? Is that the question
1: you're asking? Yeah, but remember, I, I view it as life from from the beginning.
0: Which beginning?
1: Like, from conception. Oh okay. And uh, so
0: not when the sperm's in so the testicles. I, so I think <laughs> that Not when it's shooting out in a ejaculated willing... fashion. <laughs>
1: I'm willing to ha- compromise. Right. I'm willing to. I, I, that's what I want. I want to compromise, and I think what we had before this stupid Texas law, as I think it was a good compromise. And uh, yeah, no, I think anybody advocating for you know a, up to right before birth uh, abortion, you're retarded. You're dumb. Stop. <laughs> stop. We have. We, you need to compromise on like an uh, a, on some 15 weeks. I think that's the general that that's the general cutoff point. Like, women can detect how pre- if they're pregnant, like. Okay, Almost like about, three weeks in, after the fact. Yeah. As early as three weeks after the fact. So uh, I don't want any... like You need to be more responsible about your body and how you conduct yourself. I, I think if, if we can at least agree on that, we'll be in a better position going forward. Okay. All right. All right. Fucking A. Let's move on to binge or cringe. Binge or cringe. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. All right, binge or cringe? Item number one: metal music.
0: Metal music. I'll binge metal music. Let's do it. Fucking
1: rock on. Get Hell hardcore. Yeah. Any like uh, particular deviation of, let's say, the the umbrella term for metal? Like maybe death metal or yeah, something. Death <laughs> metal. Grind, <laughs> grindcore.
0: Grindcore. Fucking. What man? Yeah. What else do you got? Um, oh, there's thrash metal. Alright, fuck it. I'll just stick with death metal.
1: I'll just roll with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah. Um uh, actually uh when I first when I was first learning guitar, that's all I wanted to play is just heavy metal music. Yeah. Uh Trivium, I was I was listening to Trivium a lot and between the buried and me a lot. So Oh, that between kinda, the buried and yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That's that kind of like really influenced my, I guess, metal guitar playing style.
0: Nice. Yeah, I like that. Um Yeah, for me, I've I've definitely had like my metal phase. I wouldn't say I'm so, I mean, I said binge like almost automatically because of that. Like it's kind of a part of me. There was a, you know, a a phase in life where that's what it was. Right. (laughs) So fuck. Yeah, I'll binge it. But I think today, like nowadays, I don't think I would binge it, you know, for like hours on end, fucking full stereo blast. I'm too old for that now. But, (laughs) you know, still, it's cool. It's a good memory.
1: So, oh yeah, it's a binge for me for sure. Cause I, I love playing it on the guitar. Nice. It's, a, it's a fun genre for sure. Okay. That was an easy binge. Good one. Whew. In the spirit of controversy. Oh shit. Here's item number two. Adults wearing costumes on Halloween. <laughs> adults with no children, mind you.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Wait. Oh shit. So adults with no children wearing costumes on Halloween. Hmm. Uh <laughs> the fuck binge or cringe? Like as a s- society, have we not like embraced Halloween as also a an adult holiday? Like, you know, I know it's it's all about trick or treat, like you know, for the kids, right? But isn't there also the adult version of Halloween that like no? Seriously, I mean, isn't that probably like ingrained? because yeah you're right people do it but i won't cringe that some people do some pretty elaborate cool shit like and especially if you're doing like some cosplay stuff and like you go full
1: yeah cosplay okay that's not halloween come on you, you can do cosplay for a halloween costume why not sure but cosplay like okay when you go to a convention whatever you know that is cosplay when you you don't cosplay <laughs> on uh, at Halloween. Why not? You, you dress can, up for Halloween. You dress you, up and then it's you a take, Halloween costume. What if
0: you like invoke that that persona and that is part of you, like for that night? You know, wherever you're gonna go, that's not cosplay. You could still do cos. It's costume play. Like you're gonna take uh, on that person. Oh, God. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. It's a binge or cringe, though, because uh, I'm not binging it. That's for sure. But I'm for sure, cringing. I'm it. not gonna for sure cringe it. I'll give. You know, people want to do it. I think it's just like. It's cringe or just fucking creepy if you're doing it and like you I don't know, hang out at home. <laughs> like I don't like if you're not doing it for a purpose like I imagine you're going to go to a party, right? But if you're like, "Oh, I'm going to dress up to go to work." And like, <laughs> you know, if Halloween happened on on a work day and it's like, "I'm going to do it because it's the spirit of Halloween." And you just carry on as a normal day, nah, fuck that. I mean, if you're going to dress up, you better do it for a reason. That's what I say.
1: I guess I, I just I've never liked wearing costumes. Well, once I got to a certain age, I never liked wearing costumes. Okay. And uh and I say a certain age, I think like around like twenty three or twenty four. I think I outgrew that. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But you know, I, I just at a certain point, I think, dude, you got to stop going to like you got to stop going to clubs. You know what are you doing? Like you're you're in your mid thirties or late or early forties and trying to go to a club like dressed as i don't know what for women as a sexy nurse outfit or something i (laughs) did i think it's an excuse to try to hold on to your youth Uh uh-huh yeah i guess uh, so i think in that sense it it's a cringe for me but i mean for those with children i it makes sense to me because You know, with little kids, it's fun to see them dressed up. You know, you dress up with them. You go out, uh, you go out to the neighborhood. You get candy, or even if you don't have kids and you want to give out candy, you know, at your house and you're you're dressed up just to meet all the all the kids. You know, I think that's acceptable. Wait, what?
0: That contradicts what you said earlier. So this is still an adult dressing up for Halloween without kids. That's true. (laughs) That's true. But okay, it's it's uh, kind of creepy. But I mean, I whatever. How about when kids?
1: When kids are not involved in situations that kids are not involved. In uh, uh, I don't know. You're making it too, too, yeah, too you're complex. Probably, yeah, Fuck yeah, you're that. probably right. But uh, that, that's what I, so that's what I find. I find cringy about it. Uh, but no, I, I think if I got a good costume together, I think I would go to like a convention in, in a costume.
0: Yeah, I um, would like to do that for certain things just because people are like, man, you should do that for Halloween. It's like, oh, you really think I look like so? And now, fuck, I don't know the person's name, but who is it? The guy on, uh... fuck, I'm, I'm, I don't care. The last time I dressed up or, or not really dressed up, I actually just got old clothes. I did the typical zombie thing, you know, and yeah, that was like in my 20s. And so I was going to go somewhere and So there's a reason to put on like fake blood and the makeup on your face and you look like you're a zombie, but you don't need a costume. It's just like "Eh, some old raggedy clothes. But I mean, I wouldn't mind wearing a costume if it was a good one. I remember when I was really young, my favorite costume that I wore, and it wasn't even for Halloween, (laughs) was uh, it's like something with school. I was it was a play. I was like Robin Hood, like it was a Robin Hood type costume. And it wasn't just like. It wasn't a store bought one. Like my mom went crazy and like got the fabric and like was making it happen. And I was just like, "Damn!" And I really liked that. I thought that was really fun. But that was for, I think it was for a play in elementary
1: school. Oh, okay. Yeah. My favorite costume from my youth was Luke Skywalker. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was probably like in fifth grade. Nice. Yeah, it's Luke Skywalker. So that actually that actually like turned out really good. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a cringe for me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not into it. I'll binge it just because. <laughs> <laughs> just to spite me. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's move on. Item number three. Okay. Okay. Celebrities and fast food promotions. So but celebrity fast food items. How about that? Celebrity fast food items. Uh, like. Uh, okay. So. So like Travis Scott meal at McDonald's or the Saweetie meal Holy shit. at McDonald's.
0: The what? I make, I, uh, Travis Scott. I, okay. I'm familiar with the Travis Scott one. I remember that. I remember that being a thing. What were? The, what was the other one you said?
1: I don't know. It's like some weird lady named Saweetie. Sa, that's how it's spelled. Saweetie. So I don't know who that is. And what's her thing? Is it her, she? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's just like. I think it's a burger and it has like sweet and the that McDonald's like sweet and sour sauce okay. on the burger. Yeah, so the idea behind these these meals are like it it's like some some random deviation of like a of a general item off their menu. Right. But I guess the idea behind it is that these celebrities add this to the particular item and it kind of makes it their own.
0: Ah. Oh okay, whatever. Like fuck that. I don't care. I mean,
1: yeah. Again, I've heard. I remember hearing
0: about the Travis Scott. Was it burger or meal? Is that what it was? I like, think it's a
1: meal. A whole. It's like a whole thing. I mean,
0: how are you gonna fucking Travis Scott a whole meal? Like, what do you do to the fries and the and the drink? Is the oh shit? What was the? Is, I, like, it's starting to come back. Was it like a, like a purple drink of some sort? Like, oh god. <laughs> oh man, is that or am I just imagining that? Dude, Maybe I, I'm, I don't know.
1: Hey, you you may not be far off all right right? all right
0: whatever but i mean dude i'm gonna i do that already like i make my own shit out of fast food items anyway like i'm going to modify it so fuck that i'll cringe cringe at like a celebrity it's just it's promotion that's all it is right for the celebrity and for the fast food and fuck y'all like i'm we're
1: tired of advertisements i'm tired of promotions so I'm tired of these fucking rappers. You know, like... <laughs> Shit. There's, they, there's so... There's too much money in that dumbass genre of music. Well, and it, it takes away from all of the other better kinds of music. I'm so fucking biased. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you are. This went off of like a left turn hard, but... <laughs> but no, it's true. Like, uh, for rap artists, you know, they get so... There's so much more... Uh, They get so many more plays and that turns into so much more money. They get more money to play at these big venues like they are as you see them online you know they they're just they tend to be more wealthy than you know those that actually make music as a band yeah you know
0: well i mean that's but that's part of like it's driven by demand too right like yeah we're the foolish ones like listening to it like Cause I've, yeah, I've fucking gotten down on some on some rap and hip hop and stuff, and no, no biggie. But I'm if it's a popular <laughs> thing, no if if, if, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if if it's a popular genre and people are listening to it, what are you gonna do? Not provide for them? So yeah, no, I so there I, is I, that.
1: I, I get it, I get it. But Just...
0: going back to the fast food, uh, the celebrity sponsored fast food. Let's stick with that, so that way we don't have another episode.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. No. It's it's a cringe. I'm, for I'm me. cringing.
0: I'm cringing. I don't. I, yeah. Fuck. I don't care who's you know saucing up my burger differently. I'm gonna sauce it up my own way. <laughs> like that's that's what I'm gonna do. Is that's essentially what it is, right. Take a. I don't even know what it is. I'm assuming a quarter pounder and add an onion ring in there or something. Yeah,
1: it. something <laughs> dumb like that.
0: Actually, they don't. They don't have onion rings. I mean, right. Fuck, oh, yeah, whatever. Don't. I don't care. They do have Burger King. And Burger King care. has their
1: own dumbass, like, celebrity. All right, like, whatever. Middles. I don't care. I'm done. I cringe. <laughs>
0: cringe this shit.
1: Okay. All right. All right.
0: Last one. Ooh, last one. Black holes. <sighs> Black holes. Binge or cringe? Mm. Binge it or cringe it? This is a good question. This is a very existential question, I think. Um, I'm gonna binge black holes, right? Hell yeah! Yeah, we're talking about shit that we've never seen before, or we've seen it. Like, we have seen it. Have I mean, you know, like the 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 concept and in action. Oh, okay, Like fucking yeah. light can't even escape it. Like you know what? How do you how do you conceptualize or even <laughs> visualize that? Like once you cross that, what is it? It's the uh, event horizon. The event horizon. Like you're stuck, like light can't even pass and get out of there. And then what the fuck is in there, right? Like it's part of it's part of the universe, so I've gotta binge it. Like,
1: hell yeah. You know, uh I forgot when I thought of this dumbass idea. I it may have been in like my, my late teens or early twenties. Um I had an idea for what is called the senior citizen aeronautical space exploration program. <laughs> All right. And so So my idea was that in this society that I created, uh sixty five was gonna be the age cap. Okay. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Talk about solutions to social security, am I right? That's it. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, so into that- our political system. We only <laughs>
0: That's what's the average age of Congress
1: right now? Like, Too fucking old. Okay, yeah.
0: but anyways, so then this senior citizen space exploration program—is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. All and right. so
1: the, the age <laughs> cap for society was sixty-five, and once you hit sixty-five, like that was a wrap. And it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> a wrap. You better prepare yourself. Yeah. Oh, and man. so the the idea was that you get a choice as to the trajectory or where you get blasted off into space. Interesting. Okay. And so so I was I was so dumb as a kid. This is, this is what this is what I was thinking. This is what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so we'll put you on this we'll put you on this uh this shuttle, right? And we'll give you like two years worth of supplies that you can live. And oh. what we'll do is we'll blast you towards the tra- in uh on a trajectory that will send you into a black hole. Oh shit. So what you'll be you'll be able to I guess experience what it's like going into that black hole and then what it, you will operate the uh, you'll operate your vessel and send data back to earth dude you're not going to get there
0: to a fucking black hole in two years <laughs> like, like I don't Okay, well, what if it was possible I don't know it, it that, even if you were traveling at the speed of light you won't get to a black hole in two years. <laughs> You know, it's a bl- the nearest black hole is not two light years away. <laughs> You've gotta like oh man.
1: Let's just say it worked.
0: All right, so if it was possible, like if you could if you could do like some fucking warping of space and time so that way you know how they like fold up the universe and you just like move a centimeter, but now you're like on the opposite end or something. Like fucking if, if conceptual we, bullshit, oh, but God. if you did that,
1: that would be cool. Right? That'd be a cool way to go. Or um, like, you know, get blasted off into like the, the, the eye of Jupiter. Oh,
0: okay. So that's a lot more realistic. And you could get there within, yeah, I think at least a, how long are you, I, it's not going to take that long. <laughs> you could, you could get, holy shit. So like, if you like entered Jupiter's atmosphere and went into the, the fucking hurt, like yeah. the ongoing storm, the yeah. <laughs> man, that'd be, that'd be devastating though. I guess it could be good for science. Yeah. Like you know, getting data back, but you know, minus the screams and yells of the dying <laughs> elderly. Yeah, I think it would be cool.
1: It could be <laughs> on like a morphine drip during the entire time.
0: All right. Yeah, I like that. I mean, but wait. So we're talking about black holes, though. Uh So yeah, sending them into a black hole for science. I guess that's kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. I'm still binging black holes. I like yeah, they're, same. They're they're, they're they're mysterious and who knows where the matter that they're sucking up actually is ending up, you know. Is that is that our is that the warp or something that I I don't know. Whatever. I like it. Cool. Binge. Bingeing black holes.
1: All right. So that's all I got.
0: All right, cool. Well, that wasn't too bad at all. I was afraid that you were gonna throw <laughs> a fucking curveball as you usually do, but I think you've been good lately in these last few episodes. You're welcome. For that I'm appreciative. Thanks. All right, so real quick, uh, Ryan, is there anything we want to tell our listeners?
1: Yes. So, as Mark stated at the beginning of the show, this is episode 12. It is also the season finale. This is the season
0: finale, and we didn't even introduce it as one, but whatever. We're going to treat it as a somewhat normal, but also abnormal episode. But, yep, we've decided that this is uh, going to be the end of season one. We hope you've enjoyed this this thus far, but we're planning to take a little bit of a break. So, <clears throat> as you've heard us talk over the last 12 episodes, or if you're just joining us, like go catch up and, you know, <laughs> and if you made it through this episode, everything else should be just fine. But, you know, th- this is something that, that Ryan and I have been kind of working on for a little, like, shit, it's been months, you know? Yeah. Sure, we just released in August or whatever, but point being, this is something that, we have thought about probably for over a year at this point, but actually started working on it at the beginning of this year, trying to come up with the concept and, you know, it's like, gosh, if you would have seen the first stages of this, of what we were even trying to do. What Absolutely a, unacceptable. What a, guy, what, a <laughs> what a mess, what a mess. But like I said, the point being, this is something that we really enjoy, but it's only the two of us who are doing it. So with that, and as you've heard in, in most of the episodes or not most, but in, in at least some of the episodes You know, we have been going on new endeavors in our personal lives, and we do have our lives to live. So, we want to make sure that we find the right balance in what it takes, the effort into, uh, you know, constructing and building and having this listening experience for you guys, and versus whether or not it becomes too stressful with all of our other responsibilities in life, like work and school and things like that. So, we figured we could break this up into you know segments like seasons if you will and we're going to end up taking a little bit of a break and we'll be planning for a season two coming up soon no definitive date as as of yet
1: but be on the be on the lookout let's say Definitely sometime in january perhaps in january yeah so it could be a few
0: months but the point is this is our this is our season finale Look for updates, we'll still be active in, in uh through the website, through Instagram, and yeah, I don't know. Any other like parting thoughts?
1: <laughs> well yeah, uh like uh just to really quick piggyback off of what Mark just said, we had no idea that we'd actually have listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's another and, thing too. <laughs> So yeah, and so to to all of the all the people that actually you know gave this weirdo podcast a chance, you know, thank you, thank Absolutely, you for, thank yeah. you for listening, thank you for listening and uh, just if, giving us a chance and, and de- dealing with our, our our weirdo antics and uh, thought processes. Yep. So I mean, if you made it this far, then I'm you know I assume you've enjoyed it
0: this far and. Like I said, again, this isn't this isn't the end of the show, even though the title may suggest something of those of that likings. But, um, yeah, we we, we are going to take the break, but we do plan to come back and we'll come back hard with something different. Something I mean, not like totally different, but, you know, something different. exciting. We'll have, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have something. We'll try something to keep we'll, for you. we'll try to keep our core the same, you know, like our just it'll be our discussions. But we'll, we'll, we'll probably have some new surprises in the future. But
1: yeah. So, uh, yeah, just go ahead and give us uh, a follow on Instagram at the Ignorance Manifesto, And uh, just be on the lookout for when uh, we announce season two. That's it. And, yep, check out on the website,
0: www.IgnoranceManifesto.com. And we'll be sure to be posting at least, yeah, we'll be posting updates once we have that definitive date of when we come back with season two. Yes, sir. And it'll probably be a thematic season. But we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I guess, uh, Ryan, you want to close us out?
1: (laughs) Oh, I got nothing. Oh, (laughs) shit. I got nothing further. So uh, I guess with that, yeah, we'll we'll end it here. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Mark the Bear. Ryan the Raccoon. We're signing out. Signing out.